The following program is a production of All The Way Live Entertainment. This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy a collar and elbow brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code WPNRussell. That's WPNRussell at checkout and get a discount on great collar and elbow products. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Green, and you are listening to, well, I guess, a version of the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is a little bit impromptu. I have uh, just caught up with one of my uh, earliest interview or interviewees is probably the most appropriate term, and Rock and Roll Roxy, and we're just going to chat it up just for a second, and I call specifically to get some... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll say entertaining stories about how some individuals may come incorrectly when they approach her online. And, and uh, as you know, that that's my Tales of the Creep um, episodes. And if you haven't caught those, you can go to our Facebook. That's Women's Pro Wrestling Network on Facebook. And catch all of those videos. I think we're up to about 14 episodes or so by now. Uh, we're going to do that in a couple of little things in between. So, you know, we're... we're we're going to talk to the, the queen of rock and roll in the southeast. That, that, that's the title I'm going to give her, at least. Uh, one of the masters of the suplexes and a, uh, a mistress of submission holes. She's on a little bit of a hiatus right now. I might be able to get her to talk about that for a little bit if, I, if I'm lucky. But she's always around the wrestling business, and she's been doing it for a while. She's, she's taking a, probably a much-needed break to give her body a rest. So, ladies and gentlemen... The one and only rock and roll, Roxy. I am so thrilled that you have followed me and you just like introduced me perfectly because <laughs> of like you like you know kind of like I guess you could say my moveset because you mentioned suplexes and submissions because like I love doing a bunch of different versions of suplexes and my most favorite thing is mat wrestling. Now the the technical mat wrestling stuff because it obviously saves your body so yeah yeah I, you know i i uh oddly enough just kind of realized that uh as i've taken my son now to uh wrestling training imagine that um robert gibson has a has a school here so free free plug for him and he has uh instilled the what you just talked about you know the kind of saving your body and being able to go for you know a long time 
uh, watching what you do and being able to protect yourself in the ring, which all of which when I hear that and, and he points out the nuances that I should look for, I can go back into your matches and I can see those things being implemented. Yes, sir. One of my uh, favorites yeah. being uh, you versus uh, uh, Brianna Call, the Black Widow, and where you did a string of suplexes on her, in, you know, in a row. I think it was like a T-bone and a butterfly and a standard suplex. I mean, and that was the first time I'd ever seen you do that. And so I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know you had it in. Oh yeah, I pull out stuff all the time. People don't know. <laughs> Yes, yes, and and it makes me miss you in the ring all the more. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Obviously, I do miss it right now at all. I am just, I can't believe I haven't really had the itch yet, but I guess it's just because I'm walking out with my stable and I'm still involved in shows, hmm. but the whole wrestling part and being barely able to walk on Sunday is, you know, I don't really miss that right now. <laughs> Well, you know, let, let's let's backtrack. How long have you been uh, on hiatus at this point? Uh, fifteen years. Okay, now that's fifteen years of in-ring work. When so? When did you stop? When when did you say, okay, I need a break? Oh, four months ago. So four months. It was December the twenty ninth. Yeah. Man, uh, okay. So, is it uh, is it a secret as to to why you stopped or? Was it uh, any a particular reason? Was it just the, the, the bumps and the bruises? Was bad experience? I mean, what, what, what kind of pushed you over to like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's, it's time? The injuries over time, I'm not having fun right now, to be completely honest. I've just gotten to where it was just a job and it wasn't fun. So I was like, okay. And I wasn't learning and I, I want to learn so much more. And I was like, okay, I've just I've got to step back because if you don't have the passion that you need for this business, mm. don't be in it. Is that's just how I feel? Just don't be in it. Don't be around it. Don't show up because it's it's a very respectful business. Well, I, it, I try to keep it respectful, and I try to be around respectful people. But if if you've lost the love for it, like I have at this point. You just kind of step back. Yeah, well, I mean that that's fair. I, I guess you don't want to put yourself in a position to uh, hurt anyone or anything like that. That that, that wouldn't right. be nice, you know. And and if you don't have the passion for it, you, you might find yourself slipping. But you know, it's it's odd. I, I think uh, for a while there, at least in my eyes, you, you may feel differently. I think, uh, what are we in now? We're in 2019. I'm going to say 2016, 2017, I believe. I, I thought you were kind of like your your career, your entering career was ramping up. I mean, it, I believe that was, I don't know what year. When, when did you wrestle Mickey James? What Do you remember what year that was? 2015. 15? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he was coming off of Mickey James. I think you did Kong also at the time. I did. Yes, I did. That was awesome. <laughs> no pun intended. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Brian, to be completely honest with you, mm-hmm. wrestling Mickey James and then wrestling Awesome Kong, and I also made history at the Landmark Arena Anarchy mm-hmm. in Georgia. Um, 
Oh, that's uh, right. Houston in that building with Crystal Rose. We were the first ever women <laughs> to main event at a big show and to have like uh, an anything goes match. Oh yeah. And that that's where I felt like I was at the top of my game and I wish I would have just quit then cuz I've not done anything special no. since then. Don't quit. I'm being serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's why I need a break because I'm talking that way. But I, I know. And, and you know, and, and for people who don't know about the Landmark Arena, I think you need to define why that building is special because, they, you know, there's a lot of wrestling buildings that people talk about uh, all the time. Obviously, yeah. the, the 2300 Arena, a.k.a. the ECW Arena, gets a lot of praise. But can you put in words – why the Landmark Arena in Georgia is a special building. Because AJ Styles come from there. That's correct. Mickey James actually come from there. Yep. Uh, there's plenty of other names I can mention, and they've been there since 1996. That is correct. There's a lot of names, that, particularly that first crop of TNA slash Impact Wrestling stars who started out in what was Wildside before it became Anarchy. Uh, right. as, as you said, the, the most notable name, AJ Styles, who did come back. He didn't wrestle there when he came back, but he, I know he came back and made an appearance when he was the United States champion. Just, I think that was their anniversary, something along those lines. Uh, uh, Abyss, Abyss, I'm trying to get it out, uh, wrestled there. Sabu came in and did, did some shots after ECW. <clears throat> as you said, Mickey James, when she was just kicking off, I think she was Alexis Lurie at the time. I mean, that, that it's a building that kicked off uh, like a new wave of wrestling stars for a while. Yes, sir. And, and, and you, it was such an honor. And you main event it. It was the steel cage match, right? Was, was that it? Yes. That was, I want to say, a few months later. That was our second time making history. It was the first ever women's cage match. Oh, okay, so y'all did two months in a row? Was that it? Uh, I'd have to go back. I wrote everything down, of course. It's been good three years, I think, two, three years. But, uh, man, what it, what an emotional high <laughs> that it was for both nights to make history, especially with this girl, because I respect her like none other. I don't think I have ever had the best timing with any other female in my 15 years that I had with this girl. That's how praise. And that's what made it that. so special. <laughs> Do what? That's how praise. I mean, you, for you to say that, because I know you've worked a lot of different girls. A lot. I have. For you to say that you've had, you know, the best timing with, with Crystal Rose, that's, that's high praise. <laughs> yes, sir. So shout out to Crystal Rose if you happen to hear this. Yeah, that's my girl. And for those that are curious about that particular match, if you are a subscriber to, well, it, it used to be Powerbomb TV. They changed, they've since changed the name. If you are a subscriber to Independent Wrestling TV, that is one location that you can find it. You can uh, go on IndieWrestling.tv. Um, I think all of Anarchy's Big events are housed there, and I also believe that it's on Fight, F-I-T-E. Uh, you can go on there and you can see it 
Uh, I don't know the name of the event. Do you remember the, the name? I, I, I can't recall it off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, it's okay. The first one was Hardcore Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second one I would have to look up. I'm horrible about remembering anything. <laughs> well, well, I mean, look, you, you do a lot of that, so I mean, I, I guess it would all kind of bleed together. So, you know, it, it's all right. It, it, it's no, I, no worries. You know, I, and I did go through some still chairs, too, that night. So, of course, I'm not really going to remember anything. Yeah, you know, now, putting, I think that might have been the most I've ever seen you put yourself through. And I, and yeah, I don't mean but... that literally. I just mean like the you know not necessarily <laughs> the the chairs in and of itself, but just the match in total. I mean it, it was fairly hard hitting. How do you even get yourself wrapped around the thought that you're going to do that? I don't know. I don't even. I can't. Like both both matches on both of those big shows, me and her would talk all day long, and we were so nervous to the point where we were ready to throw up and laugh and cry at the same time. Like, I don't even, I can't describe to you the emotion. It's like I was doing a pay-per-view for TV or something. Because to this point, this is going to be the biggest thing I've ever done in my career, besides, you know, wrestling, Mickey, and Awesome. So I, I, I felt so important. Like, Rick Michaels dedicated himself to us both of those nights. He didn't really talk to any of the other wrestlers. He didn't care about any other storylines. He made us sit in his office all night. <laughs> and we would, you know, talk about everything. He would calm us down. And, and we, when we got there, I mean, it was a three-hour drive for me. There and then another three hours back home. So you can imagine the intensity driving there and thinking about this and just thinking, oh, Lord, please don't let me mess this up. Please let the crowd love it. It's going to be recorded going down in history. I don't want to be that girl that just totally messed it up. But he, uh, we went over the entire match, and he did help us out tremendously because I was like, I really want to use this submission because I think it's really badass. And at first I wasn't going to use it until we put psychology in it. He's like, oh, I don't want you to just put it on her at the end. Like, why would you just win with a submission when you're going to be throwing her against the announcer table and she's going to be doing, she's going to be putting staples in your head. Like, this is more of a hardcore match in my eye, which I've done those a lot before I had my son. So I was familiar with all of that, and I was really excited for it. But, you know, I try to put the submission on her throughout the match. So when I finally got the submission and laid down with it, that's when it made sense and that's when the crowd was like, Hell yeah, you know. So anyway, I'm trying to I'm not trying to talk too much about it. No, you you can talk about it as much as you want to and and I just found it. Uh, I don't know if they they didn't have a uh, name of the event on the poster, but it is listed as Anarchy Wrestling on November eleventh. Uh, the first ever women's steel cage match, and that took place in uh, uh, November 2017. So, if you are looking on that, f- looking for that on either Fight or uh, Independent Wrestling TV, that that is where you're going to find it. Just go to the Anarchy page or, or the Anarchy listings, and you should be able to find that. And then the main event, Big Bowl letters, Crystal Rose versus Rock and Roll Roxy. And you can catch that steel cage match. 
which I do suggest. Me too. <laughs> you know, and, and it gives me all the more reason that I'm like, oh, I'm so sad that you're not wrestling. But I, but I understand, especially after seeing the, uh, the slams and, and whatnot that you, you did in that particular environment. I, I can understand uh, the pain, blues, and agony that you've put your body through. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's for sure. I will be back, I promise you, because I don't want my last match to be my last match. I want for it to be someone of my choosing. So, yeah, I'll be back. It might take a little bit longer than I expected, really, but I'll get there. Oh, it's fine. It, it, listen, I, I, I understand all that. The only time that I'm ever going to give you a hard time about is if I, if I magically come into some money and then I say, hey, you know what? I want to put on a show. <laughs> then, then I'm going yeah. to harass you. <laughs> Even if it's just, I just need you there as as a presence. You ain't got to get, you ain't got to wrestle. Just, just, just do some some interviews or something. Because you've gotten, <laughs> okay. so, you've gotten so much better in, in my in my eyes. Like having seen, when did I meet you? I guess, you met, uh, was it Douglasville? Douglasville. I, I bet you in Douglasville. But I, what 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 year was that? Uh, was that twelve? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it might have been uh, probably longer than that. Let's see, I started in 04, and I was a couple years into my career when I met you. Thank God you didn't meet me right when I started. (laughs) (laughs) I was horrible. What? Are you kidding me? I mean, imagine the conversation we could be having right now off of that. (laughs) Find one of those old matches that just have you sit down and watch it. I would make fun of myself. I'd be like, what the hell was you thinking? Because I can't watch my old matches. I really can't. <laughs> you know, you might be able to do that. with The, the first match that I have with you is uh, the mixed tag match that I, I saw when I met you that day. Uh, was it Pretty Boy Floyd tagging with uh, Crystal Fire? Fire. And, and me and TC. Awesome, TC. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, did you put that online? Because I found it on YouTube randomly one day. I did put that online. I was really online. impressed with that match. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Uh, officially, that is the first match the Women's Pro Network ever uploaded, ever produced. What? Wow. I feel really good right now. Like, wow. <laughs> that, that is <laughs> oh, the yeah. It's the first video that the Women's Pro Wrestling Network ever produced was a mixed tag match. And I think I kind of uh, put it on that match whether I would continue or not. <laughs> I was like, okay, no. if, there's, if there's an audience for this, if, if this, if it's a match that they want to see, then I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep it going. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so that, that, that kind of shot reasonable numbers at the time and I was like alright well I think uh, we'll, we'll just keep moving along oh and, well thank you for that <laughs> well thank you because uh, and you know and, and we can see the difference we can see the growth on uh, both ends of the spectrum we, we can see the growth in, in your look and your style uh, all of that good stuff and also on my end we can see the growth in production value and and Commentary because there's no commentary, nothing is just a camera off in the corner, and you know, it took a little while to grow into it to make the videos look good. Yeah, 
But yeah, I, good things take time. See, see, there you go. Good things take time. Just as, <laughs> just as we're talking about you, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the, the date that this thing was done. I can't, can't see it. That, that'll give me a, a rough estimate of uh, that. 2013 was when I uploaded that. Oh my gosh. So 2013. <laughs> and, That's now, right. Yeah, now getting back to the promos and whatnot, when I met you then, I don't know how comfortable you were necessarily uh, camera-wise. Today, that's a whole different story. Completely different story now. And you're funny. I saw you the the, the bit that you did with your uh, with your stable mates. Uh huh. Okay, so explain this thing. Is this a running joke that 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 you have going on that that they just keep referring to you as a dude? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I got asked last year to join the stable as the first female to ever be in in SFW. And uh, let me spit that guy out. Okay. I was like, hell yeah. But before they even announced me or we took pictures or videos or anything, Ray Fury was like, why don't we pretend like you're a guy? I was like, okay. He's like, well, have you ever seen that movie called Euro Trip? Where, you know, they pretend like she's a guy the whole time. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's actually genius because we kind of talked about it and laid it out. So now, even out in front of the crowd, they're calling me dude and man, and they're pretending like I'm a guy. They don't treat me like a girl whatsoever. <laughs> and it is so fun because, you know, it's always if a girl's in the stable, she's the first female or she's dating someone in the stable or whatever. It's always the same thing. But this, in my eyes, is completely different. And it also opens up the opportunity for me to wrestle guys because I much rather wrestle guys, to be honest, not to disrespect any female whatsoever. I just like working the guys because I am almost six foot tall. All the girls that I wrestle are smaller than me. And I want to show off more of my ability because guys can pick me up. They can throw me around. I can do all my fancy crap. For the girls that I wrestle, it doesn't make sense for them to really pick me up and be able to do all of that because I'm so much bigger than them, you know, because you've got to add the psychology in it and everything. So I hope that once I heal up a little bit more from all this crap I'm going through and get physically stronger, I'm going to start working the job. Well, well, I certainly hope you're not going to just leave the, you know, the, the women's wrestling alone in total. No, gosh, no. I, but there's no promoter that's going to... <laughs> <laughs> Let me always wrestle the guys because girls sell, women's matches sell. Well, they they certainly so. do now. Even though it, it took me some convincing of of, uh, of some promoters years ago, I don't think they I don't think they quite believed that at the time. Right. So, but look at Very you now. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm having fun what I'm doing now. Not bumping or anything. <laughs> Well, now you, you still get involved, and you still you you there doing the yeah. uh, doing the, uh, the the vignettes or the promos. You, you, I'm guessing that the the gag here, as you just said, is that they re- treat you like a god no matter what, and yeah. pretty much 
you're the only person that is aware or at least acknowledges the fact that you're female. Uh, right. Which basically ends with you storming off. I'm not a dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. And we've already filmed four or five other ones because at the very end, like it, it's like to show that I'm a, I'm a woman. It, it, it just yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. You'll just have to wait for. It. I don't want to tell you. No. But no. even the guys, even the guys in the back. Are calling me a dude. It's funny. <laughs> so, so it's be, it's become uh, art has become life in this instance. Yes, it really has, and it, it really fits because I've always been called. I'm just one of the boys, even in high school, because I've never really been a girly person. So, <laughs> a girly girl. So it's it's really working. It's it's so much fun. But look how girly you look, though. Yeah. I know that's exact. That's the point. Like I'm so dolled up. I got eyelashes on and my hairless, get all this makeup and showing cleavage, and I'm a dude. <laughs> and, and now, okay, so it's, I'm assuming of these ones that you you guys have already taped or filmed, uh, that there's a payoff coming with, with this this angle or this yeah. story. Okay. So, oh yeah, huge so payoff. <laughs> All right, so so where are those going to be released so people can follow that that action and and keeping keeping uh keep up with the story? We have a like page, not safe for wrestling, or it's, it's always going to be on mine. Any videos that we take, Shane Daniels shares them on all of our pages. Okay, so not safe for wrestling on. On uh, Facebook, that that is the like page, and if anybody is looking, of course they can always follow you. I'm sure you will share it there, no matter where. And and look at that. It's first thing you put up when you you put in "not safe for wrestling." The very first video is uh, there. You are standing there with the <laughs> the group. Yep. So that so that is the the new thing that that you're doing right now. See, I'm, I don't see your face in the uh, the top banner, though. Nope, not yet. That's how fresh it is. They haven't updated that part. <laughs> well, they got to do something about that. Gotta yeah, they do. So got to get you, uh, got to get you as part of the the, the banner at the top, so people understand and know. A true game is part of that. Ah, how about yeah. that? He was just yeah. Gosh, I'm done. Drew since I first first started. Well, Drew wrestled down here, I, I guess, a couple of months ago in, in, at APCW for for Mr. Gibson. It all oh. comes back around. Yeah, we all circle around each other somehow. We always come back to each other or the same show or something. It's crazy. Now, you know, I was just thinking, I, uh, I did do an interview with one of your colleagues, uh, the Black Widow, Brianna Hall, not 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 all that long ago. Although as of as as we're talking right now, that particular podcast has not been released yet. Although when you hear this, it may have been released. So I know that was a little bit confusing <laughs> to anybody that's listening <laughs> to what I'm saying right now. Anyway, uh, I was talking to her. I was like, you know, I think she, as of right now, she might be the last one standing. You know, of of what I affectionately refer to as my Tennessee group, I was like, she yeah. she may be the only one that's that's still active of the bunch. 
yeah, that, well, that's true because me and Tiffany are kind of out of it. Uh, Jessica Whitmore is that well, fantasy still going pretty strong. She is. You okay. ever meet fantasy? I've only seen fantasy work once, and I've never met her. Oh wow, that's crazy! Cause she's all over the place. Yeah, I've never, never sat down, talked with her, never, never caught her on camera. But no, yeah, I couldn't even get get the match on camera because uh, when I went to the event, they they had a crew there, and they was like, "Well, we can't allow third party camera to upload this stuff." So I was like, "All right, well." Oh. <laughs> well. Well, maybe I'll have to catch her. But see, yeah, she's never around. You know, she might be doing a lot of shows up in Tennessee or North Georgia, but I never, I never catch her in. Uh, locations that I'm that I frequent. Ah, uh, well, it's But yeah. yes, all of y'all, man, rock and roll, RC, Tiffany rocks, Whitmore, who I don't think has wrestled in years at this point. Yeah, she's had two babies. <laughs> she busy popping out babies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that I saw her several times since then. But every time I seen her, she was sitting in the crowd with with, with her baby, or she, she might have been pregnant at the time. So yeah, yeah. She, she's been uh, cranking out some children. <laughs> but but she does hold the distinction of being the most viewed match uh, on the channel. Oh, that's great. Yeah, her and uh, the widow. Amazing. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, she's getting around different places too. I still keep up with most of them the best I can. Well, you know, I, I just toss in the, the subtle hints every so often that uh, it sure would be nice. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you know, to see you back in action. But you know, I also don't want you to go putting your health at risk to try to rush this thing either. Right. Yeah, I can't. Gosh, no. no. This is really the first time ever that I have really just put my foot down and be like, no, because I have had so many promotions try to book me within these four months. And I'm like, look, I am injured. <laughs> I have got to heal myself. I've, I'm trying to chiropractor, massage therapist in the gym, trying to eat better. Just the whole thing, you know, and just trying to find the love for it. Again, so you just you know got to have that, but well, well, let's talk about that for a second. The love for the for the business now, clearly, you, you said you've been doing this for uh, what about fifteen years now, so mm-hmm. I can understand you do anything just in repetition, then it, it turns into oh, why am I doing it? You know, it's it's kind of day in day out, same thing, same you know whatever. Uh, so. Hypothetically speaking, let, let's take the physical ailment out of the equation. What do you believe would ignite your fire for wrestling in? Is it something creative? Is it a goal that you have to accomplish? A person that you need to work? Uh, a location that you want to go? I mean, is there is there any one thing that off the top of your head would make you feel like, you know what, I think I want to try that? Well, just the aspect of the challenge of it mm-hmm. brings me to it. Because when I very first started, I I really never watched wrestling that much. And I'm not going to lie to nobody. All these other people are like, yeah, I grew up watching it. And I grew up around it. And I did, did, did. I did not. I was the race car driver. I loved drag car racing. 
But fast forward to, I went to a show one night, and the very first show I ever watched live, I was like, oh my God, I wonder if I could do that. And I want that crowd screaming my name. You know, I love being a baby face. That's just my thing. I love children. Mm-hmm. I have I've, I just, I have a passion for children, and I have a passion for making people laugh. That's why there was a time where I did nothing but like comedy matches. But I just see it as a challenge. So that's the reason why I started, truly, to see if I could do it. And then the further along I got and learned the respect of it and made lifelong friends, I was like, wow, this is, this is a real thing. Like, holy cow, I can do this. And then fast forward to actually getting the wrestling names, I was like, wow, do I really deserve this? Like, but I, just to truly, Brian, to tell you, I never wanted to make it big, and I never tried. I had the chance, but I never took it. I'm happy doing the small indie shows. I really am. No, no, that that much I believe, and I, quite honestly, I've <coughs> used you as the example on a couple of occasions when I when I've had that conversation. I was like, look, there, there's, in my view, since I have had the opportunity to uh, kind of enter you get you guys' world and cover the the matches and report on it and stuff like that. It's like there's different tiers of people who get involved in the wrestling business. Some people don't make it past training, which I which I found <laughs> recently. Like they, they think that you know, they look at it, they see it on TV, it looks fun and all that stuff like that, but they don't understand that it actually hurts. Oh, oh yes. And that that's like tier one. Tier two is I don't want to say disillusioned, but you, you do have some people that get in and say, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll go down to the performance and I'll be in the WWE in like a year or something like that," uh, which really doesn't happen. Tier three, you know, I, I think that this is where it falls in. And, and when I sent you the um, uh, the notice of the ladies' night out event in Texas, this is when I understood that about you. It was like, it's not about trying. You know, for you to make it, it's like you, you already understand. Like, hey, I have other obligations I got to do in life. I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with what I'm doing right now. I enjoy doing it on the weekend. I enjoy the, I enjoy the audience that I've got. And quite honestly, I would think unless it was just an offer that you just couldn't refuse, I don't see you up and taking a plane to go to Texas or you know, just just based on I want to go. You know what I mean? Now, if you yeah, turn around and offer a couple of thousand dollars to do it, maybe, you know, the, the show up on the weekend, <laughs> then maybe. True. I just, I feel like that ship has sailed because before, well, no, actually after my son sailed. was born. Yeah, your ship I hasn't had sailed to, yet. Do what? Your ship hasn't sailed yet. Well, I feel like, listen, <laughs> my body is so messed up. I am too injured. If I ever had the opportunity and I told them what was going on with my body, they'd be like, okay, we can't use you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious because my neck and shoulders are so messed up. My C6 and C7 in my neck don't have any cushion left between the bones. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And I have arthritis in my neck. And But that is – the here. okay, here's some advice for some newcomers. Okay. If you're going to get in this business, you better take care of yourself. Because I never took care of myself. 
Now, what do you, what do you mean in, by that? I I did stupid shit in the ring. Mm-hmm. All dumb. I took way too many bumps in a match wrestling a small girl, and it made no sense. I took bumps from the third all the time. At the time, I could handle it. I was young and dumb. But if I would have not ever done that and, and like, went to the gym and took care of my body and kept my muscles strong, mm-hmm. I could have kept everything strong and kept my bones strong. But I did not do that. I would just wrestle. Hell, I'd wrestle. I'd double shoot Friday night and Saturday night. I'd wrestle too much. Mm-hmm. And so it, it completely ruined my body. So that's my advice to newcomers. If you are going to do this, take care of your body because you're going to be my age and hurt this bad. I'm too young to hurt this bad. Yeah, I was going to say, you're still a young lady. <laughs> 33 years young. And, and you, you have put your body through the ringer. Yes, you really have. But you know, I, I guess I, I wish I had DDP Yoga as a sponsor. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be a job? I've never got to try that. I would love to try that. You have it? No, yeah, you, you should try no. it. I do have a sample video. Oh wow, okay. I'll shoot that over to you. Awesome, thank you. Hey, you know, it's, I, I got it a couple of years ago. It's, it's like, it's pretty cool, man. I, I, I enjoyed it. I need to get back yeah, on shoot, it. This old lady, this old lady needs it. <laughs> No, you, you just need it so you, can, so you can get your get the feeling good again. So you know it, that that's what we working on. We want rock and roll, Roxy to to be healthy. And if nothing else, I mean, you know, you you might make a good wrestling manager at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm I'm starting to get used to it. At first, I was you know just walking out with these guys and being by the ring. And I feel like I'm in the the fans way, you know, like I'm standing there and they can't see through me to see the match. I'm trying to move around and uh, oh my gosh, but the things that I could say off the top of my head, I surprised myself. <laughs> well, well, you know, what you're feeling is all true. Yeah, they can't see through you and you are in their way, generally speaking. But the past that you have is that you're, you're viewed as part of the show. When you're a camera guy. That's different. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, you know, often I hear that. Hey, cameraman, I can't see. You know, that. Oh, I bet you've heard that a lot, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I got my rhythm down. I just I, I got knee pads so I can kneel down at ringside and shoot up. Yeah. You know, so there you I, go. So I can try not to obstruct the view any longer. And, you know, because when you're relatively tall, it, it, it makes it difficult for, for some fans out there. And I understand. I get it, folks. I know you can't see through me. I'm not a window. I got it. <laughs> so, yep. But, but, but we well, we have that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely sorry to hear. I didn't realize the extent of uh, the injuries that you had suffered at this, this point. But I guess. Oh, that's awesome. A, a bunch of uh, bumps repeatedly, and I, and I didn't know that you was double shot shooting on uh, on the weekends. I mean, so well, well, you averaged like uh, four shows in two days. Yeah, that used to be me. That's that's before Facebook and all the social media stuff, <laughs> you know. So all that stupidity was not documented, really, just in my memories. But yeah, I mean. That's before I had my son. I could freely go here and there and whenever and 
But I mean, at the same time, I, I, I miss it because you're wanted in all these places. And nowadays I'm not wanted that much. Oh. But back then when you're fresh and you're new, everybody wants to see the new girl. You know? not, not, no, I, I, I don't believe that you're not wanted. No, I, 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 I not think, as much. <laughs> I, I think you just removed yourself from the from the spotlight to where you know it, the the unfortunate part about the wrestling business is that you know sometimes, and I'll say sometimes when you when you step back, they will for they do forget. On occasion, or or at least some promoters, they'll move on. Fans are a lot less likely to forget you, particularly when you have some stuff out there. Now, the the further along it goes, I mean, you know, you could probably get by just uploading a video of you talking at this point because you have a fan base. You got people that that know Rock and Roll Roxy that that appreciate Rock and Roll Roxy. Um, yeah. You know, if if you just Cut a promo <laughs> every once in a while, you know, put a, put on the shirt, put on the, the merchandise and, and cut a promo on there. Just, you know, just kind of keep it fresh in people's mind. I don't think yeah. that they would forget you, especially in the areas that you have been and that you have frequented. Now, some people I know got introduced to you and, I, and I'll give myself a pat on the back that do not live in Tennessee or in Georgia and got introduced to Rock and Roll Roxy via uh, this channel. So yeah. I thought that, that yeah, that, that, that I thought was pretty cool. You know, that, that uh, your reach had kind of gone out a little further. Uh, you know how amazing that feels that, that just, that I can't describe again. I can't describe the, the awesomeness of that. But even though going back to Anarchy, when mm. I was there for making the history that night, mm. they, okay, so Christian Michaels was our referee. We did the whole ordeal. I won the title. I cried like a baby. You know, I'm, you know, thanking the crowd for coming and I'm coming, I'm fixing to leave and go back in the back. Christian runs out and says, Rick wants you to go around to each fan. And okay, yeah, hell yeah. So I go down. And one guy stops me. He said, well, you've come a long way since Rossville, Georgia, ain't you, baby girl? And I looked at him like, what? He goes, I was there at GXW. That's when I first started, Brian. In 2004, <laughs> there was a fan there from 2004. Exactly. And I hit the floor. I was like, what? <laughs> and, and he <laughs> remembers you. Definitely. Yes. I was like, holy cow. I cannot, I, I, I couldn't breathe. I didn't, I didn't even know how to, I think I, I think I kissed him. I was so <laughs> <laughs> Let's see that, that, that right there alone should be proof that they, they, they'll remember, they'll remember you, you know, all they need is just a little something here and there, just, just to kind of, as a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. That makes it all worth it right there. Moments like that makes all the driving and the injuries and everything worth it. Say, you know, I, I think I need to make a, a new poster or something like that, that features a uh, Roxy on there that just so people can uh, get a little reminder of who you are, what, what you've been doing. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that, I, I, think that uh you got more fans out you probably got more guys like him than you realize 
I probably do. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely certain. I mean, I'll just, well, hopefully they'll hear this. <laughs> well, they're all they'll all hear this. Uh, yeah, I, I would hope so. If you share it off with your your fan base, that so they can they can listen to you, tell them how much it means that they that they do these things, that they come up to you, that they they say hey yes and and yes we do remember and, and all that good stuff. Now, but you know what? But getting back to the uh, uh, the earlier question, like I said, injuries aside, because we know you, you got some physical ailments going on right now. Uh, is there anything else that you that you feel like would motivate you? Now, it would be easy for me to say, okay, well, if, if you had maybe if you had a new crop of talent to work work with or something like that, uh, would, would that motivate you? If if you were physically capable of doing it, would wrestling off against some new uh, new talent possibly make you feel excited to wrestle again or? No, most definitely. With all the, if I could be like a superhero and not hurt at all, <laughs> and be able to go full force. Mm. Oh yes, most definitely. Anybody, I would, I would love to wrestle any anybody. There's not even a particular person new or anything. I just wrestling somebody that knows what they're doing and that's not out there to hurt you mm. and wants to help you grow more. And vice versa, me help them. Yeah, hell yeah, I would. Man, I'd do it every single weekend, two or three times. Because <laughs> I, I love it. I, I I do love this business. I really do. It's given me a lot. It. I, I have so much more. Just going back to where you know, talking about the interview that the very first time you interviewed me till like that night you interviewed me after I wrestled Pandora. There was a lot of difference between that. Oh yeah. You know? Absolutely. And. What really helped me was the custom business, having the camera in my face mm-hmm. and me having to ab live. That's the most fun I really have is ab living everything <laughs> and just coming off the wall with all kind of stuff. But well, see, now yeah. you do it uh, with, with your boys, so now it all comes around. Oh, yeah. I see, I, and of course, that there is no shortage of talent. So I'm sure, if if you're ever able to to make that return, uh, there'll be plenty of people that that you can kind of match yourself up against and with. All you gotta do is get through uh, the Tennessee area, or maybe down in Georgia. I, I don't know if you, you still frequent those these places or not. Uh, not really. No, I'm just kind of no. <laughs> I haven't been back to Anarchy since April of last year. Mm. So, I don't know. It'll be kind of starting all over. The only shows that I've really been doing this with is RCW, Chatsworth, Georgia. We just started doing Ego in Athens, Tennessee again. And La Follette, Tennessee at um, SPCW. Those are like our three main shows that we're doing right now. Well, you know, I'm gonna have to uh, put it out to the universe that you that you make it back into Georgia at some point. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my my favorite things to have you do. Just come, I, you know, I'm not even sure if most of the places that you worked are still. Well, Anarchy's there, UIW isn't there anymore. Uh, mm, 
I think that was a well, yeah, that, that first whatever. I don't even remember the name of the promotion that you were working for when I met you originally. I'm sure that's not there. <laughs> yeah. That kind, of, that kind of came and went. You know, you know, what I need to do. I need to have just a, not just a promotion. I just need one big event. That's all I need. I just need to do that. Women's Promotion Network needs to endorse, sponsor, present, however you choose to, to say it, one big event. And I, I think I can finagle some things right, right then and there. If I can do that, that is the thing I say. Okay, Roxy, I need you. Out there, out there. So you, you ain't got to take no bump. Just, just wear the <laughs> wear the gear. <laughs> just show up. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be great. So yeah, you know. Now, if you if you feel up to it, then I said we we can come up with a, a, a angle for you off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure we can come up with something amazing. Oh, I'm absolutely certain. I, I told you, I already had this. I've already fantasy booked that a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Since legally we cannot call you by the name that you that you and Tiffany used to go by, I've I've always just written it down as the Rock and Rocks Connection. So there you go. (laughs) So so I said, Rock Rock and Rocks Connection versus Rainbow Bright in the tag team. I said that that's. That's main event material right there. <laughs> Rainbow bright. That was my bitch when I was growing up, man. <laughs> hey, have you have you not seen the team? You, you seen Rainbow Bright work? No. No. Uh, no. Let's just Natasha and Gabby Gilbert. I have to look her up now. You got, you got to look them up. I, I, do I have a match with them? No. You know what? I, I had a match with them that I never released because the lighting was bad. But but yeah, oh, man. yeah, I know. But you, but they got stuff out there. I think they're uh, uh, they, WSU tag team. They are tag team champions in in and shine, I think. And they went up to work in WSU in the Northeast. So they're they're a pretty competent tag team. They're, they're not. I'm not. No, let me rephrase that. Not confident. They're good tag team. Well, tell me, they do wear rainbow gear, right? Absolutely. Okay. Dude, Absolutely. That makes it even better. That's what you say. If they're going to name their stuff that, they've got to have that rainbow gear. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll probably pop on to see that. Look, I, I, I just fooled around when I first met them and made them what I call my indie trons. And uh, matter of fact, I, that, that, that's another thing. I got to keep a list of stuff I need to send you now. So. Okay. <laughs> so DDP yoga sample Rainbow Bright Titan Tron or Indie Tron, and the, the, those things uh, give you an idea of who and what they are. Okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> okay, now the original reason why we're original doing reason, this. yes, because uh, you, you've gotten yourself a as, as with most women, most most wrestlers, well-known online personalities, you do get a uh, some. Not phone calls, messages, messages, that's it, and and encounters on on a number of occasions. Now, right now, what I'm going to say for anybody that's listening to this, since it has turned into a a kind of a uh, uh, impromptu podcast, if you want to hear what she's going to say next, because I'm going to clip this part out, 
I want you to go to the Women's Wrestling Network page. Go look at the, the video section and listen to the Tales of the Creep episodes. It will be there. You can hear what she's saying in full from that point out. So if uh, if there's something after this, then it will, it will come back. But uh, in, until that point, make sure you go on over there. And if you haven't liked it or you haven't followed the page, go ahead, be sure to do that. Join everybody else that has already followed the 3,000-plus people that's on that page already. Add your name to the list. It's good stuff on there. And uh, follow us on Instagram, by the way. So with that said, we're going to get to this. And I'll get right back to you. Now, Roxy, tell yes, me sir. your tale of the creep. Or what is something I, that comes to mind? I have got so many. I, I'm not even I'm not even sure where to start. I get okay, I'll start with the most shocking one first. Okay. Because ever since I started doing the customs I started getting some random people, uh, creeps, I guess you want to call it, message me over all this fetish stuff. Okay. You name it, there is a fetish out there. Someone that likes it. So this guy gets a hold of me. I don't even, I can't remember his name and my block list is endless. <laughs> so, this guy's like, hey, I'm a fan. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah. He goes, um, can I pay you to do something for me? I was like, oh, what? Like, cause I was really scared. You know, of course, this is just messages. He's like, I want to pay you to step on my face. Hmm. And I said, come again. He's like, I want you to step on my face and tell me what a piece of shit I am. Just stomp on my face. I was like, why? He's like, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. And I was like, go on. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I want to lick the bottom of your feet. I said, no, 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 no. That's where I draw the line. You ain't going to be putting your tongue on my feet. (laughs) He's like, well, I'll I'll lick the bottom of your boot. You just tell me what a piece of shit I am. And I was like, where do you live? And he said, Ohio or something like that, like way off somewhere. And I was like, I'm not going to Ohio. He's like, no, I'll fly to you. And I was like, oh my God, this guy, I mean, he, he would not leave me alone. And I know, of course, I'd never done it. Mm-hmm. But he he, he wanted, he's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. I was like, eh, that's kind of tempting. <laughs> I was just, it's kind of disgusting. I was like, oh, why would I, why would you want me to call you a piece of shit? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. There, he just he had a foot fetish and a fetish of some woman kissing him out. I was like, well, okay, but no, no, of course I never done it. <laughs> well, apparently, he, that, that, that's something that gets him off. I guess I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, that's <laughs> fascinating. I, I'm surprised that you entertained that conversation. Oh hell. I have fun. <laughs> well, you know that that's a far different cry than what uh, most of them. Most of them just block it, or you know, and kind of move on. Uh, you, you're one of the few that I know that that at least entertain or just get amusement from hearing these guys carry on. 
Well, some of these are so ridiculous. I'm like, this has got to be somebody I know pulling my chain. <laughs> it's got to be. But a lot of them, they just keep flooding in, and I just have to keep blocking them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's, that was the most, outra- at least one of the most outrageous. Well, oh, oh. I don't know. I can tell you a few more, and I'll let you be the judge of that. Okay. Uh, let's see, about three, four years ago, there was a guy that messaged me through Facebook and he's like, are you a wrestler? And I said, no, I'm a plumber. <laughs> and my, my profile picture was me in the ring or some shit, you know, mm. just something random like that. And I'm like, no, he goes, he goes, me smell your armpit. I was like, do what? He goes, can I smell armpit? I was like, oh. <laughs> He goes, I want the right armpit. I don't want your left. I want the right. <laughs> Is there a difference? <laughs> he goes, me, you, wrestle, me, snow, armpit. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, yes. yeah. And I was like, this has got to be somebody I know. It's got to be. They're just, they're acting stupid to see what my, so I entertained him for a while. I was like, yeah, and then what you going to do after that? Like, how much you going to pay? <laughs> <laughs> And he just, he just kept on, you know, just, he didn't really speak good English or didn't top it out, you know, really good. And then, and I was like, okay, for a fee of, well, I just put some random number out there to my PayPal, we'll continue talking about this. Oh. <laughs> and then I just finally ended up having to block him because he kept calling me on Facebook. He would not stop calling. I'm like, oh. I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit here and watch you call me. I'm not ever going to like speak. <laughs> Okay, so can we establish that random calls from random guys is a no-no? Oh, my gosh. Dozens of random. Can't even pronounce their name on there or whatever they type out. Uh, and it uh, gets so bad. Like, you decline it, and they call right back. And this, this happened to me one time for, like, 30 minutes legit. Would not stop calling. Like, my phone almost died. So I, I had to block this person. I don't even don't even ask me what their name was. I can't even. But if I remember some names, I'd probably throw them out there. Be like, girls, don't accept this friend request. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, but uh, I, I have to circle back. I have to snub the right one, not the left. I mean, is is that that much of a difference? <laughs> I don't know. Armpits. That was uh, my question. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. That is. I don't, I don't know. Weird, man. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. I tell you, people with fetishes are stupid. Uh, all right. Uh, you got one more in there that in, in your database of, of of creepy encounter. Random penis pictures. Oh yeah, that that's always a favorite, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because there was this one. I shit you not. Of course, it was edited, but it was a full frontal of the the guy. You see his face and everything, and his penis touched the floor beside his feet. Oh, come on. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, why do female wrestlers attract these people? I mean, it's not just that. I mean, it was, you know, several different guys or girls that sent me these penis pictures and i'm like if i wanted to see it i would ask you 
Don't send me that. Don't be that person. Uh, on the floor <laughs> by his feet. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you go to edit or Photoshop, at least make it believable. Uh, something. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to see your elephant trunk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm amazed that that was even thought of. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, 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 my my apologies to you <laughs> that, you, that you had all of this to <laughs> deal with, even though you seem to be taking it rather well. Well, you know. I'm not going to say if I did or did not sell a pair of my socks because I get those guys. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll put it in. I'm not even lying. There's worse <laughs> things to sell. We'll, we'll put it that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've had I've had them ask me to sell dirty underwear to them and, and old bras and all this other stuff. But, hey, I sold a pair of my socks for $35 to put gas in my tank. <laughs> I, I'm sure it would. And, and you know, I, I'm not even sure if uh, if you could just go into the store and buy some cheap underwear and just, like, run it across the, the floor. Well, <laughs> Oh man! And, and they ask themselves like, "Sure, fifty bucks or whatever." I don't know that. I don't know exactly. what the, what the profit margin on that would be. <laughs> Just, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been asked, but hey, you know, I'm not showing anything like any body part of mine, so I'll sell a pair of socks, <laughs> underwear, whatever. I tell you, look, I, if, if I was if I had the capability of doing it, I'd just go to Walmart. And like, all right, just give me, give me the cheapest ones I can get. <laughs> once yep. that's done, just drag it across the floor for you know a little while, you know, mm-hmm. run, some, run some water on it or something like that. There's anything, <laughs> so you can get to actually wear it. Okay, yeah, just say okay, yeah, these are worn. Here you go, fifty bucks. Oh yeah, you name it. There is a fetish for it. I'm I'm shitting you not. I have met a bunch of girls down in Florida that would videotape themselves washing their hair, and people would pay them to watch that. Washing. I'm not their kidding. Hair. That's it. Washing their hair or eating, washing their own dishes. These girls get paid for this. That's it. And it just, that, yes, that's it. And they're not nude or anything. And I'm like, what? whoa, this is a whole new world for me. <laughs> so just washing their hair or eating or washing just mundane stuff. He's talking just day-to-day things. I'm going to sit here and eat some, a bowl of cereal and guys will watch this. Yep. Okay, well, that's different. Very. That's a whole new world for me. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I what I need you to do right now. If you watch the video, you know how I try to end that. I, I'd like you to say, "This is Rock and Roll Roxy," and guys, please don't be a creep. Okay. Guys, this is Rock and Roll Roxy, and please, for the love of God, don't be a creep. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man, those are some wild stories. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the ones on top of my head. I'm sure I've got more. I'd have to sit here and think about it. I'm I'm still kind of bugging about the armpit thing. I'm like, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm really like, is is there that much of a difference between? The two? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I guess your finish is your finish. So you know, if, if the right one is what gets you off, then I guess the left one won't do. Nope, not at all. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> And with that, let me let me rope this thing back around here, so I can I can uh, close it off. If you are listening to this now, <laughs> we've done the uh, Tales of the Creeps, so you're gonna have to go to the, uh, the Facebook page and, and check that out. I want to drop some social media so that you can remember Roxy. Do not forget her. Go to follow her on Facebook at. Uh, well, Cena Roxanne Lane. Am I am I remembering that correctly? That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Instagram. What's what's Instagram? Sheena Lane. L A N N A E. Seven, I think. Oh gosh, I don't even know my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, Twitter is Roxy O Four. Okay. I remember that one. So Roxy04. So so you can be followed, and then people can let you know that uh, they they are still into you. They they still miss you. That you're uh, one of the the great personalities, especially in, in my time of covering uh, the wrestling business. Uh, I one of my favorites, easily. I, I've always enjoyed having you around, and, and you should follow her and let her know the same. As far as the Women's Pro Wrestling Network is concerned. WPNWrestling.com. That is the nexus for everything. Uh, if you have questions and comments and or comments, send them to MrGreen75 at Hotmail.com. Uh, I do get some every once in a while usually asking me relatively the same thing. When are you doing an event? When is your next show? I, I do not do shows, folks. Sorry. I wish I did. Running wrestling events are, is a pretty expensive proposition that I do not have the expense for or the company does not have the expense for at this time. If I do, if I come across it, I will definitely let you know. Uh, final thoughts, Miss Roxy. I know you are not really aware of when or how you may make your comeback. I know you're still in the business. Uh You've yeah. given you've given advice to some of the younger younger people and and talked about <clears throat> your time in the ring. I mean, you, you covered a lot of ground for for the for a pretty impromptu interview. Yeah, it's been a while since I've gotten to do this. I've been thinking about it for a couple of days, so that really helped. Oh, okay. like because when you first when you first asked me to do this, and uh, it's been a few days, so I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna talk about that. Oh, oh I remember this one. Yeah, so this is really helped, but uh, uh, my original first plan was to take six months off, mm-hmm. but now I think I'm going to take about a year, to be honest. Okay. Because okay. I'm not where muscle-wise and um, mentally stable for it yet, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go back in just half-assed. I want to be full throttle. I want to be able to give it my all again because I don't think it would be fair to the business, to the fans, or to my opponents if I would just come in half-assed. 
you know, I want to be ready. So it's probably going to be about a year. Okay. I got you. Well, I mean, if, if a year is what you need and a year is what you take, don't, uh, don't shortchange yourself. I certainly will uh, be like a lot of people, especially, I guess, some of those in your home promotions that will miss you in action. But health is the more important issue here. Uh, I guess one of the last things that I should bring up, if you haven't understood it by now, then you you should guess that uh, Roxy is pretty much a veteran of the ring, even though I know she she calls herself old lady, but she's young. Yes, yes, there, there are new faces that get into the ring every year, but she, she's very young it, into her career. She's she's just done stuff the hard way, and it's kind of taken a toll. Uh, without naming any names, uh, it, it, you probably will catch on to what I'm talking about in a little bit. But without naming any names, <clears throat> I, I've seen you work not only experienced people, but really inexperienced people uh, one of which had admittedly not properly been trained do, do you have any uh, <laughs> advice for for uh, for those that are getting into the wrestling business and the importance of really you know going someplace and getting trained right not not just I saw it on TV and I know what I'm doing or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Get properly trained by someone that's well known, someone that is respectful and just don't get in it unless you are going to go all the way. Honestly, that's, that's how I feel. Cause if, if uh, I, even though I didn't want to go all the way and, and I never have, even though I've had opportunities, why else would you be in this business? Honestly, you want to go all the way to the top. So make that your goal is my advice. Take care of yourself first. Take care of your opponent. Don't hurt anybody. You don't want to get hurt either. So that, that's my advice. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a learning experience. It's supposed to be entertaining. That's what, that was my, that's what drew me to this business was the entertainment, the performing in front of a crowd that's what drew me into this business because i love being center of attention and I, yes i get that cocky <laughs> i, 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 I love think it. you still have that i think you still got the opportunity to entertain whether you're in the ring or not i, I think the business has enough uh, opening for you to where you can do what you're doing and, and you know be be entertaining even if we don't get to see you in the ring, you know, I, I enjoy the video, so that that's that's always a perk. Yes, sir. Well, with that, I think we, we have done it all. We've covered, covered a lot, and, and I'm glad that you were able to stick with me out the clear blue, more or less. Yes, sir. It's been it, an honor. It is always fantastic talking with you, Roxy. I, I, I appreciate your time. I look forward to seeing those videos when they release, and also look forward to when the year is up, seeing you do something one way or the other. Doesn't necessarily have to be in a ring, but uh, just, just seeing Rock and Roll Roxy back in some form, one way or the other. 
Yes, sir. Thank you. I'll, I'll tell you, the first book I make, I'll be calling you up. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I, I'm glad to have myself in, in the list. <clears throat> well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your night. Thank you for talking with me. And thank you for the stories. Yes, sir. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in, everybody. If you, remember, check us out on social media. This has been Mr. Green and Rock and Roll Oxy. So this is Mr. Green saying... So long, everybody. Love somebody, friends. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.